Okay, we're in the car. Let's enjoy being in the car. It's my only alone time where I don't want to sleep or maybe I just want to drive my car into a tree and see what happens. Yeah, that's a good fantasy. Do you guys ever do that where you just, you know, your kids are screaming and they're fighting in the back seat and you just like, you know what, I'm just going to drive into like a brick wall or a light post or a tree, whatever. Do you ever just fantasize about doing, no? That's cool. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Just me. Great. Funny story. Okay. I've got a couple. They're both kind of stupid. And uh, one of them ends in mayhem. All right. As you may be aware, I have two children. I have a two-year-old girl named Stella, or as we like to call her, Still Bill. uh, And a six-year-old son named Malcolm. And I, I had the genius idea of trying to take them both to a hardware store before bath because there's a very small window in my household depending on the day like here's my day because I really I know you really want to hear about the mundane so here I am you're welcome I get up about six I have myself a 10 or 15 minute coffee break I clean up any dishes from the night before get my kids breakfast pack lunches and try to get out the door without fucking strangling anyone which some days is more you know it's more difficult than others today was a real doos. Man, did I wake up on the shitty side of the bed. I was just, I still have a headache. I'm angry and I'm I'm cranky. And then once I drop the kids off, I go to my mom's house for about an hour, give or take, some days longer, some days not, and help her out. You know, I help her with the dishes. I'll wash and change her sheets, yada, yada. Just try to keep things tight, you know, as tight as I can because she's she's feeling a lot better. So she's making more messes while she's cooking, which I don't mind because I missed cooking so much like just I don't know that woman can take like three things and make it taste like fantabulous and yeah there's a hair in it sometimes okay sometimes there's a hair you just you hope you're not the one to find it and when someone else finds it you're thankful because statistically the odds are good that you won't find another one although sometimes that is not the case whatever it's delicious she's feeling better she's looking better and uh, we're all happy so I'm trying to do this project at her house. She's got, like, mice are getting into the garage, which is, like, infuriating, and so much so that I had to call an exterminator. Yada, yada. I'm trying to mouse-proof the garage, and the exterminator gave us some tips about what to do. So I, being the little red hen of my family, um, went and I dug around the outdoor or the outside walls of the garage. It's a long, boring story, as are all of them, so I'm just going to get to brass tacks. I went into this hardware store with the two kids, and before we left the house, Stella said, I mean, sorry, Sarah said, are we really taking Stella to a hardware store? And I was like, yeah, like, it's going to be like a quick trip. We need like four things. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? (sighs) Famous last words. Everything. Okay, so we get there. I talked to a very strange man. I told him my situation. He kept telling me about... Uh, rabbits trying to get into his mom's garden and like I just like I, I don't care like stop saying the same thing over and over I just need some quarter quarter inch mesh and uh, something to cut them like you know like just help me okay help me like initially I was going to take cement and go all along the walls until I dug down and realized that there was a layer of styrofoam and then the ground and you can't stick concrete to mud It was a long story. It involved like hours and hours and hours of work. 
and nobody cares. So it was infuriating, but I've come to the realization now that the mesh was the way to go. It's fine. Okay, so I'm in the hardware store. Everything is locked up. I need this odd man to um, unlock the tin snips. And I say to Sarah, dude, I'm, I'm on Stella duty now. I've had this talk with this man, and now I know what I need to buy. So he takes me to the tin snip aisle, and he's unlocking them, hands them to me. And I like to say this, uh, out of the corner of my ear, you know, in passing, because I'm kind of focused on what this man is telling me and the suggestions he's giving me. And I hear, Stella, put that down. It's dangerous. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, boom, like that, Malcolm is glued to my back. And I can, he's, he's crying, a muffled cry into my back. And um, for him to cry in public is really unusual because he's a young boy and we've taught him that men don't cry and boys shouldn't either because how could that possibly end poorly I'm kidding everyone calm down don't harness your cats don't make your way to Winnipeg it's a joke okay everybody just stay calm so what's happened what has transpired what could possibly happen in the three or four seconds it took for that man to hand me the tin snips where I have taken my eye off Stella what could possibly happen well let me tell you for some reason, every fucking implement in this store, and I'm going to include pesticides, is locked up. Except for the one fucking thing Stella has found to wield. And that one thing is a box cutter. And Malcolm, who is a better parent than I, said, hey, that's dangerous. And he tried to grab it from her. And she, in turn, was like, no! mine and pulled away and as she pulled away he was reaching for it and she cut his index finger which is now being uh held to my t-shirt while Malcolm's crying and I'm like what is going on like I'm like I grab him and I'm like are you okay and he's just bawling and Stella's now crying and I'm like I look at her hand and she's got a red box cutter and I'm like what in the fuck and I took it from her shut it and I threw it down on the ground and I or in onto the shelf and I'm like, what? I'm like, Malcolm, are you cut? And he sticks his hand out and it is fucking bleeding. He's bleeding. He's holding it up. He's bleeding down his arm. He's bleeding on the floor. Stella's crying. He's crying. I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Sarah comes around the corner and she's like, what happened? Because literally she had walked away from us for what? 25, 30 seconds, maybe a minute and mayhem. Complete and total Stella induced mayhem. Oh my God. So Sarah's mortified. Our kids are fucking screaming. We're leaving a trail of blood to the front door and I still haven't purchased any of the fucking things that I need to buy. The reason we're there. So we're, we're bleeding by the, by the cashier and Sarah's like, do you guys have Kleenex or paper towel? And she's using her, I'm trying to be calm and not scare my child voice because it was a terrifying sight. He's bleeding everywhere, all over the floor, all over its arm, all over Sarah. Just, it's just, it's just insane. Like if I, if I wasn't a part of this horrible family in this horrible situation, I would just be like appalled. Like what kind of shitty parent, AKA me, allows their child to be injured so badly in a hardware store. This kind, me, negligence, it's me. I'm the bad parent. 
So she's calmly asking for, and nobody is moving. It's it's just that paralysis that people get when they're just like so in awe of a, like they're like almost rubbernecking that they just don't know what to do but stare. And then I can hear her, Sarah's tone getting, she's like Kleenex. Do you have Kleenex or paper towel? And they're just still staring. She's like Kleenex. Uh. <laughs> Somebody like fuck. And then I get over there and I'm like, I'm like, okay, hey, like, do you guys have paper towel or something? And then he's like, yeah. And I said, well, just, do you want to get me some spray or some cleaner or something? And I'll clean up this mess. So we wrap Malcolm's finger up. And then Stella has calmed down because she's realized that she's not bleeding. So everything's fine. And she stands in front of the, the indoor. So someone comes in and hits her with the door. And then she starts screaming again. Bloody fucking, like, blood curdling, bloody murder screams. You know? Sarah takes Malcolm outside and I clean up the blood and Stella is still fucking screaming and I just I'm just at my wits end it's just been a long fucking day and I just don't understand why we can't ever do anything like we can't ever get anything done with both kids because shit like this happens in one way or another every fucking time and we get outside and Sarah's like frazzled and I'm irritated and Stella's screaming and Malcolm's crying and it's like, fuck. And Sarah says, yet again, we have to leave a fucking store with our heads hung in shame every time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought I could get something accomplished in that hour between the end of everyone whining about why they don't like supper and bath time. It's my own fault. I brought this on myself and I don't deserve happiness. And I don't know why for that brief instant, I thought I did. And in the ride home, I I heard Sarah tell Malcolm, you know, Stella wasn't trying to hurt you, right? She wasn't trying to kill you. And that's the kind of talks we have to have in my family. Okay, and everything's fine. It was it was a finger wound. He recovered pretty quickly. They just bleed a lot. Fingers are very bleedy. It was just awful, and I half-jokingly said to Sarah, like, at what point do we get concerned? Like, when Stella brings home a dead rabbit, is that when we, when she skins it, like, is that when we get concerned? And of course, I'm mostly joking, but there's that 5% of me that's like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) It's possible. Okay, and that's my Stella story. Is that at all what you expected from a from a two-year-old at a hardware store did that just about fulfill every yeah okay I nailed it didn't see coming I don't know where you are what's going on I have such a headache right now I just want to kill somebody and then I had this weird experience at work while we're talking about oddities and strange people there was a man okay like let me just say this I know mailmen are not they have like an image problem as far as American and Canadian television shows you know you've got your Cliff Clavin who in the bar burned down when cheers burnt down he ran in there and his mailbag was there and he had charred letters in the mailbag like you know and then there's newman from seinfeld who didn't deliver his mail he just had stockpiled it like we're not known for being intelligent or hardworking or kind or you know good people on the whole and i get it and i'm trying to change that every day i go out there and i just try to be a little just just smart enough to not swear at my job that's all I really try to accomplish and I had this guy I'm I'm finished up my one street and he seems to be sitting he's sitting in a car 
and he gets out of his car and he's like talking to me and I'm just like sorry and he goes do you know where Jane Doe lives and the, the name kind of rings a bell and I'm I'm like what and he said do you know Jane Doe where Jane Doe lives and I said I just looked at him like why the fuck would you ask me that like he's holding these papers like just random papers and he's like yeah I have to meet with her and I looked at him and I said you have to meet with her but you don't know where she lives and he said yeah I can't remember oh okay strange man let, let me just tell you exactly where she lives so you can deliver your papers that look like you printed them off the internet sure sure she lives at 596 Sycamore Street. You fucking idiot. Like, what, what do you think is going to happen? And here's a tip. If you're going to go out there and try to find out, like, I don't know, do you think it's his ex-girlfriend that moved maybe has a restraining order and moved to get away from him? That's possible. Uh, there's a litany of things that this guy, like, reasons why he doesn't know where this person he's trying to meet lives. And for some reason, he thinks that I'm going to divulge that kind of information to... A man who is sitting in a Honda Civic older than I am, and he's in no kind of uniform. He's just some man who is in the street with papers that are disheveled, and it's very upsetting. Here's a tip, okay? If you're going to try and fool your mailman into uh, invading someone's privacy by revealing their, their home, like where they live, their current address, could you at least get a fucking clipboard and comb your hair? Is that possible? Like, if could you could you not just do that? Maybe get one of those reflective vests, and then you might have a chance. Because as it stands, you look like you haven't bathed. Your papers aren't even stapled. How's the matter with you? <sighs> okay, I'm almost home. I'm so sorry I subjected you to all of this misery. And I just, someday I hope to come to you with a happy tale. But then that wouldn't be this show, would it? That'd be some other show. And you really should be listening to that one, shouldn't you? Oh my God, I cannot handle these fucking LA comedians and their fucking stupid shows anymore. I'm just, I'm having a hard time, okay? I'm I'm in the trenches, I'm slugging it out. I am struggling to get from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., without fucking freaking the fuck out. It's getting very difficult for me. I don't know if you can tell, but then I put like I put on for for one for one show, for one instance, Pete Holmes show, uh fuck. You made it weird. And he's expecting a baby, and I I used to really like his show back like I think I think Malcolm went back to daycare that year. I think it was like 2013. And I was just like in the depths of like, hey, I'm a shitty person. How can I change that? And I listened to his show and I liked it because he was kind of, you know, he'd be reflective and like, what can I do? And blah, 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 blah. And now I'm like, can you just shut the fuck up? Like, I'm sorry. You're expecting a kid. You were in for a fucking kick in the gut like you have never experienced before. And like, stop quoting fucking Ram Dass. He doesn't give a shit about you and your fucking stupid show. Like, who has fucking time to think that much about everything? I just, I don't even have time to shit by myself. So I'm sorry, LA comedians who are fledgling and failing. Try or shut the fuck up.
I'm sorry. Okay, I've just I've had a day, and um, oh, across the street. God damn it! Just fucking pedestrians. Like, fuck. I'm sorry. This is really. I just. I have zero patience for for single white men who are half-assing their entire fucking lives, and I can't take it anymore. So, Pete Holmes, I hope you do shows where you got fucking someone else's shit in your hair and you haven't slept in four months. Then you can fucking quote your fucking gurus and shit to me, okay? Until then, I've had it. I've fucking had it. I just feel like screaming, I'll give you something to fucking complain about. You want to fucking analyze something? Analyze this, asshole. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. But there was a life lesson to be learned from the hardware store. I just want, I want you to know that. I don't want you to think I let this go by. I told Malcolm, I got right down on his level as he was bleeding all over the hardware store, and I said, snitches get stitches, you little bitch. That's not funny. <laughs> that was funny. I didn't say that, but I really fucking wanted to. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry if you're, you know, a 40-something comedian in Los Angeles, and I made fun of you just now, but really, come on. Like, just stop with the navel gazing and fucking do something or shut up okay because the real world your listenership real human beings who are fucking in the trenches every day don't give a flying fuck about your feelings no one fucking cares okay and with that i'm gonna bid you adieu i hope you have a lovely day I am going to eat half a cake and and just just pray that I make it to 8 o'clock. And it's my turn to put Stella to bed. And it's going to take an hour. And then by the time I get time to myself, I'm going to be so exhausted, I'm just going to fall asleep. But first, cake. So if you need me, changeofaddress69 at gmail.com. Maybe you want to call the authorities. Everything's fine. You know what, guys? Seriously, this is all blown out of proportion. Everything's just fine. Don't worry. I've got it all under control. Okay? Just had a, just had a bit of a deuce. Okay? Everything's fine. And uh, Facebook, who cares? Twitter, also, who fucking cares? No one cares. It's all garbage. Okay. Love ya. Mean it. Kinda sorry. Bye.